Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. I'm very excited to bring this word to all of us this morning. And um, it's one that I know the enemy is not excited for you guys to get into your hearts and your spirit because there's been so much resistance. Like even yesterday, I was going to leave a little bit early to come home and message prep and my car wouldn't start. And then I was trying to get my iPad ready and the message, my Google Docs won't come up. I'm like, okay. I actually prepared for that and I brought my laptop, which I normally don't do. So it's happening, people. God's going to have his way. Um, but we are in a series called Marching Forward, Marching Forward to Easter, but I really felt God say, and I preached um, a little while ago about pumping the brakes, but God kind of gave me this word actually two years ago, and I've been waiting for him to um, give me the green light to preach it, and this week he said, yes, it's time. Um, Because back in December of 2021, we were given the green light to start a construction project that we would expand to a two-story kids' church, stadium, auditorium. And right before we started that project, the Holy Spirit spoke very loudly to me and said, watch and see what I do with this construction project is a physical representation of what I'm going to do in the hearts of this campus and in this region. And so fast forward... Easter 2023 is right around the corner. We actually, when we started the project, we thought we were going to be done by Easter 2022. So there's been a lot of delay. There's been a lot of ups and downs, but God has been speaking so clearly and he has been doing such an intentional work in all of us. And I want to kind of bring some clarity to the season that we've all been walking through. And even if you're just walking into this house, this word is for you because I'm seeing it not just within our campus, I'm seeing it Um, in the bigger church as well. And so the message title is A Firm Foundation. A Firm Foundation. And I love that Pastor Stacey talked about the Israelites. This message is kind of the prelude to what she was talking about um, because the Israelites were brought out of Egypt. But then, as we all know, if you've read your Bibles, Bible in the Air, whoop, whoop, I'm doing it. I'm still doing it, you guys. It's a miracle. Um, There was so much delay, but God spoke to me and said, I don't, I don't live in the delay. God actually doesn't live in the delay. Nothing about his, his timing is delayed. His timing is perfect. So really it's our perception of what God is doing that sometimes needs to be tweaked. So what looks like to delay to us is actually God's perfect timing, What we see as a wilderness season, God sees as preparation. What we see as battles, God sees as training ground. What we see as shaking, God sees as movement. What we see as disappointment, God sees as protection. What we see determines what will be. So my question for us and the question that God posed to me is, God is moving. That's not the question. The question is, how are we responding? 
And how we respond determines how God will respond back to us. And we actually decide how far we will go. And God is watching and working with us and constantly bringing situations to us to see how we're going to handle it, how it's going to prepare us for what he has in our futures. And I believe that this construction project perfectly communicates and captures what God has done and what he is doing and what he is going to do in our hearts first, but then in the region of South San Diego. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. So my first point is blueprints. So the very first thing that we got when we got the thumbs up was a set of blueprints. And when Mike and I took over our campus, we've actually been here since the very beginning of Eastlake campus. And actually the very first Sunday that we opened our auditorium the first time, we had a preacher come in and he prophesied that it would be a campus of 3,000. We were like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Wow. And then Mike and I were thinking, how, like Mike has a math degree. And he's like, those numbers actually, like, that's not possible. I'm like, whatever, like, God will do it. Like, won't he do it? <laughs> he's going to make a way. But the, the blueprints that God actually gave us didn't even fit what we originally saw. Blueprints always point towards the prophetic. Blueprints always will show you what is not yet, but the plans that are going to be. And in December 2021, we received blueprints that would actually allow for that original prophecy to be fulfilled. The room would allow for a thousand people, three services, two-story kids' church, a whole wing for our youth, a place where we can host Hero the Rock musical, where we can host conferences, where we can bring in our community to be an epicenter for South San Diego. We finally were able to see a blueprint that would match that original word and promise from God. But we actually dictate how that vision plays out. The Lord doesn't ever test his vision. He doesn't ever test blueprints. The Lord tests our hearts. I love that Pastor Stacy talked about the Israelites, and I want to highlight a part of their story, a part of their journey right after they came out of Egypt. It was actually around the same time frame as we are in right now, starting in December 2021, fast forward to where we are right now. It's the same, around the same amount of time as the Israelites when they left Egypt and then they started their journey towards the promised land. And then there was a moment where God actually had Moses command 12 spies to go scout out the land in which he had promised them. And we all know the story, or most of us probably know the story, right? They went into the promised land, and out of those 12, two came back with physical representations of that promised land, pieces of fruit. And then the 10 came back with a report that there were huge giants in the land, that they didn't think it was possible for the people to actually go in and possess the land because they saw the giants. Two saw the promise, 10 saw the battle. So I wanna read out of Numbers 14, two through four, and then eight through nine. We're gonna jump around a little bit just for time's sake. So it says this, all the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt or in this wilderness, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and children will be taken as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? 
And they said to each other, we should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Fast forward to verse 5. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down in front of the whole Israelite assembly gathered there. Joshua and Caleb, the two that saw the promise, the two out of the twelve, they tore their clothes and they said to the entire Israelite assembly, the land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not be afraid of the people of the land because we will devour them. Amen. So you see this scene where the spies come back, they give the reports. There's two different reports. The two reports are actually both true depending on the vision in which you are seeing the reports. God deals with the people as we're about to see, but God had a vision that he gave the people so that they would know what they were about to walk into. It was a promise. It was supposed to be good news. It was supposed to make all the dots connect of why they had gone through battles, why they were in the wilderness, what they were doing out there. It was to fulfill the promise so that they could live a life of abundance and freedom and prosperity, not just for themselves, but for their future generations. But the people only saw the battle. They only saw the giants. They only felt how it felt to be in slavery. They couldn't see past their pain. They couldn't see past the disappointment. And it actually kept them from seeing the promise of the blueprints that God had given them. And whether or not people saw the vision of the promise or they saw the giants in the battles, their assessment of the blueprints became their future. Fast forward, Numbers 14, 26 through 28. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, how long must I put up with this wicked community and its complaints about me? Yes, I have heard the complaints the Israelites are making against me. Now tell them this. This puts the fear of God into my heart. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you say. I will do to you the very things I heard you say. So again, I ask, what do you see and how will you respond? Because it will actually dictate exactly what God does. And we like to shake our fist at God and we like to, you know, blame the devil. But what is God trying to do? This morning, the season of life that you're in, what are your words locating in your life? Are you looking at the giants of the land? Are you, are you looking through the lens of victim and slave coming fresh out of Egypt? Or are you looking through the lens of the blueprints of the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey, the land where he brought people to tell you, leaders to tell you, hey, we got this. We can take down those giants. We're gonna devour them. Do not be afraid. Do not lose heart. We can do this. And God was listening. And he actually wanted to wipe everyone out. And then Moses and Aaron were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, let's just think about this for a second. It's a whole nother message for another time. But I believe that a lot of us are in this, this crossroads moment, this pivotal moment. The spies have come back. The reports are in. The blueprints are here. And God is asking us, what are you going to do with them? How are you going to see them? What is going to be your crossroads moment? Are you going to be like Joshua and Caleb? Or are you going to be like the complaining Israelites 
that their words actually kept them in captivity and prevented them from ever seeing the promise come into fruition. So God gives us blueprints, but then blueprints can only lead to the next thing, which is my next point. Demolition. It gets better, guys. I know, you celebrate the blueprints, and then you're like, yay! And then the demolition starts. And I, I actually have been learning a lot about construction through this project. And did you guys realize there's actually two different um, layers of demolition? So there's soft demolition and hard demolition. So I'm going to read you a scripture, and then we're going to get into this. You guys doing good? You with me? Okay. So Hebrews 12, 26 through 28, it says, At this time his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised once more. Everyone say, once more. I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken. That is created things so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. Amen? Amen. So I think we actually have a picture of the soft demo of our church, right? Okay, yay! So, <laughs> we got the blueprints, and then we started demolition, and this is, this is what our auditorium looked like after soft demolition. And again, remember the word that God gave us at the beginning of this year, at the beginning of 2021, excuse me. Watch and see what I do in the construction project. It will mirror what I am doing in our hearts. So, in order for us to fully receive the promise that God has for us, those blueprints, the vision, the things you have on your vision card, it will require some things to be stripped away. It will require God to get in there in the nitty gritty for you to say yes to discipleship, to put yourself on the potter's wheel, to feel uncomfortable, to allow yourself to be vulnerable, and God will start taking the the walls down, pulling the carpet up, revealing the things that were packaged up so nicely. If you're like me, I came out of religion where I was performance driven, I was an athlete, I wanted to win, I wanted to, to be as perfect as, as I could be for God, for my family. And when God started dealing with me, he started peeling back those layers, taking down the lies of religion, taking down performance, taking down striving, taking down pride. And my heart looked a lot like that soft demo picture did. And it was painful and it was hard. And I know for a lot of you guys, you've been going through seasons where God has been deconstructing the very fabric of your hearts. What worked then will not work now. What, you, what was acceptable then actually is not acceptable now. And in order for you to see those blueprints come to life, it's gonna require you to submit to what I'm gonna do and to tear down those walls. And we came out of soft deno and they swept everything up and they took the steel away. And I thought that we were done with demolition. I'm like, whew, like that was so messy in there and now everything is swept up, it's empty. But what I didn't realize is that the soft demo is actually just preparation for the hard demo. 
And so many believers don't make it to the promise because they think that it's over after the soft demo, but then the Holy Spirit comes in when everything is uncovered and says, okay, now it's time to get to the real work. Now it's time to deal with those underlying currents, those generational curses. Now it's time to deal with how you're talking to your spouse. Now it's time to deal with how your kids are acting like crazy heads. Now it's time to deal with the lack mentality, the poverty mentality, the things that you could probably go your whole life living with that the world would gladly tolerate. But God says, no, no, no. I have a promised land for you. I need you to do the hard work so that you can go in and know how to take down those giants. I actually looked up a description of what hard demo is, and demo is, and I was laughing because I was thinking, if this doesn't scream discipleship and deliverance, I don't know what does. So this is just a Google search. What is hard demo? And if you guys can put up the picture of the hard demo, which is, that's where our, so this is what our auditorium looks like right now. Mike took this photo right before church, and you can see it's all the way cleared out, but do you see these huge holes in the foundation? That's hard demo. They had to dig all the way into the earth to prepare it for the beams that would actually hold up the two stories, okay? So this is a description. Hard projects involve the removal of structural features like floors, beams, and load-bearing walls. This is much more labor-intensive than a deconstruction, since a demolition company will be using heavy equipment and specialized attachments. Methods include the use of explosives, hand tools, and machine demolition. <laughs> Hiring the right demolition company ensures safe handling practices and waste disposal. <laughs> Basically, deliverance and discipleship in a nice, pretty package. And who is not grateful for a church like Awaken? <laughs> Hiring the right demolition company, equipped with all the tools needed so that you can be set free, so that you can have the truth of the Word of God put right into their hearts, it's the gritty part of discipleship that nobody really likes to talk about, but that is extremely required in order to get to where God wants to take us. We say we want to go to the next level, but that requires breakthrough. And we love cheering and saying, yeah, breakthrough is coming. By faith, I see a miracle. But breakthrough is painful. That means you're actually breaking through something that is keeping you from the other side. And we want to shake our fists and blame the devil, like, why is life so hard? And God is like, I am, I've sent you to this place because I need you to be equipped and I need you to be trained up to handle possessing the land. Just like Stacy said, if we don't acquire these skills, if we aren't surrendered to God and to the Holy Spirit, if we don't have a covering where people can come in that are equipped to minister to us, our job is to make disciples. We are in the disciple-making business. We are in the territory-taking business. We are commissioned by the King of Kings to go into our spheres and to take authority. But if we don't understand that it first starts with us, then we will be taken out. Just like the original generation of Israelites that were freed from slavery, they saw God free them. They saw a whole 
sea split into two and they walked on dry ground into freedom, but their mentalities kept them from ever stepping foot into the promised land. The Lord cannot heal what you conceal. I'm going to say that one more time. The Lord cannot heal what you conceal. And if you say yes to the promise, then you better bet there's going to be some demolition that happens. And when that soft demolition is over and you sweep up the floor, but then God comes in with your leader and a jackhammer and you freak out, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself because God is wanting to do a good thing. And he is a loving father. And he has put you in a house where you can be uncovered under a covering so that you can be vulnerable. You can lay it all out on the table and say, I, I don't know what God is doing, but I need you to help me figure this out. And have somebody come alongside you and pray with you and minister with authority so that you can actually dig the trenches required to put those beams in that are going to withhold the expansion that God has in your future. Can I get an amen? Hebrews 4.12 says, Indeed, the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. We're going to need vision and discernment to fully possess all that God has for us in this next season. And there is a great shaking happening. If you don't feel it, just buckle up because you're going to. God is shaking things. He's shaking things. I want to reread that verse that in Hebrews. It says, once more, indicating the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. So when God starts demoing, and he starts shaking, and things start falling, there's three positions that you can be that that scripture visually paints for us. I love the once more he shakes the heavens and the earth. He's not just shaking the earth. He's shaking the heavens at the same exact time. And so you can position yourself in three places during demolition, okay? You can position yourself on the rock where you will not be shaken, but still looking down and go, okay, I th I'm okay, but everything is really changing around me. A lot of new believers, this happens, or when you transition, when you get promoted, when you go into a new season, you're like, okay, I have my footing, but everything else is shaking away. Those old friendships that don't want to move forward with God are shaking away. That job that used to provide me security, boom, God took it away. It's shaking. I'm freaking out. My kids just got a diagnosis. My kids are sick. My husband just dropped this bomb on me. Everything is shaking, but I am still standing on a, a firm foundation, which that firm foundation is the kingdom of God. And yes, that is amazing, but it's actually not the fullness of what God has for us. He wants you to stand on that firm foundation with your eyes pointing towards heaven. How beautiful will, will it look in your life when you are able to stand on solid ground looking towards heaven so that whatever CNN says, whatever your haters say, whatever 
is shaking all around you, you are completely unaffected because your eyes are pointed up and you're on solid ground. That is our heart for you at Awakened Church, that the storms of life will come. The great shaking is here. It is happening. But where are you positioning yourself? Those that aren't looking up or on solid ground will be shaken to the core. And that's why we care so much about Easter. That's why we care about the invitations that we're giving you guys to go out and invite your neighbors. People are not okay. They need the hope of Christ. They need to know that when everything is shaking around them, there is solid ground offered to them. When demolition is happening, that there is good news coming for them. This world needs the hope of Jesus Christ. The world needs the hope of the gospel. And we are carriers of that. It's time to position ourselves correctly. When everything is demolished, we're able to actually see our firm foundation, which leads me to my third point. The Israelites had to learn who they were. The Israelites had to actually understand what God was doing. And that moment that I read earlier out of Numbers, that moment when the spies came back, that actually dictated the 40 years of wilderness. And it said in the Bible that that was God's punishment, but really I think it was God's protection. Because if the Israelites had gone straight into the promised land, then they would have been overthrown by the giants. They weren't ready. It actually took exactly the amount of time to prepare the generation to be warriors, to prepare the generation to understand how to not just possess the land, but keep the land. The promised land is a promise, but if we don't understand what our firm foundation is, if we don't understand the purpose that God has for us in this season, then we're going to miss it. And I don't want you to miss it. I don't want to miss it. Matthew 7, 24 through 25 is the story of the wise and foolish builders. It says in verse 24, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because its foundation was on the rock. I love that it gives a prescription at that very, the very first part of the verse. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. And it reminded me of Joshua and Caleb's response to the Israelites when they came back with the fruit. They said, as long as you obey and you're not afraid, then we will devour them. And I see these similarities all throughout scripture where we're presented with a promise but then there's actually a prescription or blueprint per se in order to see that promise fulfilled. And it's not all on God. It's actually all on us because we already know what God wants for us. We already know what his promises are for us. We already know what his will is for us. We already know that he wants to give us an unshakable kingdom with an open heaven. We already know that he wants to free us from generational curses. We already know that he's given us the word of God, capital T, truth. 
He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. It says that he came to give us not just life, but life in abundance. We already know what God wants for us. But God's question to us is, are we going to not just hear the word of God, but put them into practice? Are we not just going to obey and be like robotic people without feelings, but are we actually going to choose courage to not be afraid? I think it's time for a lot of us to stop making our decisions based off of our emotions and instead make our decisions based off of the Word of God and to choose, make some choices. We have been given the power of choice. You actually get to choose what happens when a thought goes into your mind. You may not choose when a thought comes in, but you choose what happens to it once it comes in. You have the ability to choose so many things that will unlock everything God has for you. And I really felt like the Holy Spirit wanted to bring some clarity as a lot of you guys have been asking, why? Like, why am I going through this? Why are you doing this, God? Why? But God clearly gives us the why behind the what. And this morning, he wants to give us a firm foundation to stand on so that when the shaking happens or when the demolition begins or when the wilderness season is here, you can take heart and know that you are loved by God, you are seen by God, that nothing that you have walked through will be for nothing, that he will redeem every single thing and he will make it multiplied into your future, all the good things. And that's Mike and I's testimony. So if you guys want to stand to your feet, I want to actually let the Holy Spirit minister to us this morning. I just love that it says, once more I will shake not just the earth, but the heavens. And as I was praying this morning, I just prayed that, that God would begin to shake and open heaven over all of us today. And if you just want to bow your heads and close your eyes. I know that some of you have been so shaken in this season and you just barely made it through the doors of this church. Maybe everything around you and beneath you feels unsettled, but take heart because it might not be the enemy. It might be God leading you to a firm foundation, equipping you to be the warrior that you were created to be, imparting into you the authority that it will take to shift the course of future generations. Maybe you're in here and you're a Christian standing on that firm foundation, but you've gotten too distracted by all the shaking around you. And the shaking has become something that's taken your eyes off of that open heaven. And God is inviting you once more to stand firm, but to lift your eyes up, to take heart in the work that He is doing, to understand that He is a loving Father that he only drills down to make room for the beams that will support the expansion that's coming. And I wanna open up this altar so that you can have an impartation of the Holy Spirit to make these subtle changes in your vision, to make these subtle changes in the positioning of where your footing is at, to make changes in 
how you've been responding to not just the, thing, the spirit of this world, but also to the things of God inside our church. Let's not abuse this beautiful gift of having a covering that we can come under and let God demo away the things that need to be demoed away to make room for all that he has for you. So if you, if you need an encounter with Jesus, first and foremost, and before I open the altar up, I actually would just wanna know, is there anyone in here that has never said yes to fully surrendering their life to Jesus? If that's you, just wave your hand. I just wanna be able to pray with anyone in here that wants to say yes, fully say yes to Jesus this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now I'm gonna open up the altar for those of you that feel the great shaking and that need a firm foundation. And I wanna pray with you. I wanna pray over you, for you. And I wanna let the Holy Spirit do what only he can do. So if that's you this morning, if you walked in here with wobbly legs or a confused mind, just come on up to the front and God's gonna meet you here this morning. He's gonna meet you here. Yeah, just come on up. We call this the altar because it's where God alters. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm gonna pray for everyone coming up to the front and then the worship team's gonna play a song. And then after that song, after we close the message, I'm gonna actually invite our ministry team up as well to pray for anybody that needs that demo team <laughs> with all the right tools. Thank you, Jesus. He's here this morning. He loves you. He's intentional. He's not flippant. He's not careless. He's precise. It says that he knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows every single thought that you think. So right now, church, just stretch your arms towards those that are in the front. I'm gonna pray. God, I thank you so much for every single person in this room. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you give us the promise of a firm foundation. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, where there has been shaking, that there would bring, be clarity in the name of Jesus. I thank you right now. I speak to torment of minds. This, this tormenting has to end right now under the sound of my voice that minds will have clarity and peace and resolution. I declare right now that a firm foundation is being laid for every single person at this altar, that he and she will know that she and he have the confidence of the Holy Spirit. And I impart into them courage. I impart into them the ability to choose Jesus, to choose discipleship, to choose demolition. I pray, Holy Spirit, right now over this entire room that you would give a fresh vision, a fresh blueprint for us to see and take hold of. And I thank you, God, right now in the name of Jesus, that we will leave here with our eyes pointed towards an open heaven, completely expectant for all that you have for us, that we will see our promised land. We will take foot into the promised land through the firm foundation you are laying. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. 
We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.